You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. The latest reading on inflation is mixed. The Consumer Price Index ticked higher last month, up 3.4% on an annual basis. Though excluding food and energy, the core CPI slipped below 4% for the first time in more than two years to 3.9%. Despite falling gasoline prices, the monthly increase for both the CPI and core reading up three-tenths of a percent, which is more than expected. The latest reading on the job market was little change. New claims for unemployment benefits came in at 202000 last week. Most of Sunoco's convenience store and gasoline retail locations will now be owned by 7-Eleven's parent company, 7&I. More than 200 stores in West Texas, New Mexico, and Oklahoma have been sold. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or down... News Talk 96.5. Capel, Bro Bridge, Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at MatthewJames.com. From a town hall in Iowa to a courtroom in New York, I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's uh, interference, it's political interference, um, and it's something that shouldn't be allowed. That's former President Trump just moments ago before going into a courtroom for closing arguments at a civil trial before a judge who already ruled the Trump Organization committed fraud. One last chance for Trump's legal team to convince the judge to spare Trump and his businesses from hundreds of millions of dollars in fines and save Trump's ability to do business in the state of New York. Fox's Lydia who outside the court, that judge has denied the former president the chance to join his lawyers giving those arguments. Now, last night at a town hall in Iowa, the former president said if he's elected again... I think you'll be very impressed with what we're going to do. We're going to have the greatest economy in the world, which we don't right now. And the Republican frontrunner said President Biden's got nothing to run on other than claiming it would be a Trump dictatorship going after critics. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. The former president also agreed with Chris Christie, which is rare. After Christie said when dropping out of the race, Nikki Haley doesn't have a chance. Now she tells Fox. It's not a surprise. These fellows have been talking like that from the beginning when it was 14 candidates and I was at 2%. She debated Ron DeSantis last night with each other calling the other a liar numerous times. An oil tanker has been hijacked. In 2022, the United States confiscated a million barrels of oil illicitly being transferred on the ship from Iran. Now Iran has control of the vessel. A group of masked armed men invaded the ship early this morning in the Gulf of Oman. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Now an inflation update that's good or bad depending on how you look at it. The consumer price index ticked higher last month, up 3.4% on an annual basis, though it 
excluding food and energy, the core CPI slipped below 4% for the first time in more than two years. That's Fox's Jenny Casola. America's listening to Fox News. Your pet isn't just a pet, they're part of your family. Most of the pet food on the market is cooked at high temperatures, which kills nutrients. A scoop of Dynavite is a three-in-one daily supplement, adding back key nutrients to your pup's health. Try Dynavite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com slash radio. That's Dynavite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Progressive presents 10 things on a contractor's to-do list that are harder than getting a commercial auto insurance quote. Bidding a new client, giving an accurate estimate, finding affordable materials, getting a client to pay you for work you already did, getting a client to pay you, period, securing permits and workers and tools, getting those workers and tools to work together, and finding the perfect pair of overalls. Pockets, baby. But the easiest thing on a small business owner's to-do list? Seeing if you can save on commercial auto insurance. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliate. Your drive time is live and local. Hey, folks, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, airs every day from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You can get it all. News and commentary you can't get from anywhere else on the local, state, and national level. Plus your calls and your comments through our KPL app chat. It's a fun, fun drive home here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. <laughs> hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Acadiana Center for the Arts is our cultural and artistic hub serving eight parishes through community development, education, live performance, film, and exhibitions. For information on getting involved in upcoming events, call 233-7060. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have y'all on the road again. Everything running smooth. <laughs> if people knew behind the scenes what happens with radio programs, they would they would uh, probably would enjoy. We could be a reality show. I just think we could be a really good reality show. My guests sit there, sitting here going, we don't want to be in your reality show. I don't play. All they would do was call it the Griswolds. It would just be the Griswolds. Anyway, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. I want to thank our good friends at uh, Talk 107.3 Guarantee Broadcasting. We'll broadcast here for the next uh, few hours and get a chance to visit with people. I got a real big issue the first hour. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, we will have him in the house. He's coming uh, Governor Jeff Landry, they will be in the house in a little while. We're going to take them about a little bit after 10 o'clock. And I'm looking forward to talking to Jeff. Way's going, Way's hoping to go. Got a few questions to ask about some of the stuff that's happening in the Senate and the House. 
uh, just his thoughts on it, more more or less. Uh, I know what people are thinking. But uh, anyway, we're going to visit with Jeff. And, uh, of course, I apologize for calling him Jeff, but I really know him. I never knew anybody that was, became governor. I knew him. I met him. But I actually know the guy. So that was it's kind of sit back and you go, did you call him Jeff? That's what I'll call you. call him Gov. Well, out of respect, you call him Gov, I guess. All righty. Let me jump gears, folks. And, and this is an issue. Uh this is an issue that really could affect anywhere in the country, but anywhere in the state. It's, it's, it's an issue that I want more people to know about. So I've invited two gentlemen today with us. And this is dealing with uh, the city of St. George, which the voters have overwhelmingly approved it. And I hear today it's four and a half years and running, running up debt, running up, running up uh, not debt, but uh, law, law bills, lawyer bills. And I'm, I'm sure the lawyers don't mind. Uh, we've, we've, Chris Rouse joins us, and of course, Andrew Merle. Am I saying that right, Andrew? You, get, you got it. Okay, and, uh, and, and, and Chris, you retired from Exxon, right? Yes, I am, 40 years. Can I ask you what you do? Because I didn't. By the way, with the chaos going on, they go, right. you need to talk to us, but uh, what do you do? Uh, lawyer, and I'm a spokesperson for the city of St. George. Okay, so good. We got, we got two of the key players. Now, hey guys, because everybody is not familiar with this, if you're in this area, you're probably familiar with it. But somebody listening to Shreveport, Monroe, and Ellicott Lake, y'all laugh yet? May not be as familiar with what you guys have done, but the courts say, no, 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 not so fast. So let's just take it back in a short version of what y'all did and to get the way y'all are now. Great. Let me try and just do a scene set for you uh, in that regard. Back in 2013, uh, the city of St. George was proposed. It was 106,000 people. After two and a half years of collecting signatures, the registrar voters said we were 71 signatures short. The revised statute says we have two years to wait. So we looked at the data for those who signed the petition the first time, and we said we, we know that we only have 270 days to get the required signatures, which is 25%. One out of every four registered voters have to sign the petition. So in seven and a half months, we achieved 17,500 wow. signatures, the largest petition in the history of the state. How, how, how many did you have to get to? We had to get 13,000. Wow. So y'all went a pretty good bit over. Well, yes. and, and this was a, a basically because of the first time and the, the circumstances of the first time, we didn't want to cut it close. You want to be so far over that the opposition can't do anything to thwart your effort. So the boundaries that we selected was based upon the time limit that they gave us, only nine months. So we looked at the data and we drew the new boundaries of the city where we knew we had 25% support in every precinct that was gonna be part of the new city. So that was the boundaries. We went to the Secretary wow. of State. We got approved from the Secretary of State, the petition. By the way, it's the same petition that was used for the cities of Creole, San Gabriel, and Central in the last and all those years. all those all those cities broke away from these bad roots. Well, correct. In the case of Creole, that's over in Calcasieu Parish. Iberville Parish yeah, okay. had saying. Well, that's Iberville. where I'm from. Yeah. And then Central is right here in EBR. It's an unincorporated area. So one of the misnomers has been we're breaking away. We're not breaking away from anything. We're still part of East Baton Rouge Parish. We're creating a new city. It's unincorporated. So we asked for the signatures. It went to the Secretary of State, approved the petition signatures. It went to the East Baton Rouge Parish Registrar of Voters. They validated that we had 14,500 of the 13,000 required. It went to the governor, Governor John Bell Edwards, no friend of St. George. No. He had his legal team look at our documents. He certified 
that everything that we did was correct. It went on the ballot on October 12th. Now, now let me stop you. The governor could have vetoed that. Could he? I'm asking. Well, go ahead. I, I, could he have really vetoed that at all? It's not a veto in that regard. It didn't pass his legislation. It's more of a he could say the requirements were not fulfilled right. at that juncture. The way the statute in Title 33 reads, it's more about him com- making sure it complies with the requirements under Title 33. So he could have said, no, it doesn't. But in this regard, he said, yes, it does. And then he set it for election. So he moved it forward. He, he, I, and, and this is a, probably a silly question, but I'm asking you. You, th- you think he said, I'll move it. They, they're not going to pass that. I think there's probably a concern that we might. But to the extent that from a legal perspective, I'd like to just read you his yes, certificate. This yes, is whereas upon finding that the petition is in full statutory compliance with revised statute 33, directs the governor to call a special election to be held on the next possible date for special elections, which was done in March of 2019, is whenever he issued this decree, this certificate. So when was the election for this He called the election for October 12th in 2019. And and that election... That was the one he was on the ballot. Yeah, it was a 60% voter turnout. No, that was, that was, yeah. uh, that was uh, yeah, 2019 would have been uh, Governor Edwards' la- uh, second term. Yes. And I wanted to point out to you in terms of the turnout that Drew just mentioned on the 60%. The 60% is the highest electoral turnout in this parish this century that was non-presidential. This was not a 20% turnout. This was a 60% turnout. Well, we're going to get to what the argument is, but right now you've done everything by the law Correct. when you got to the election. Correct. It went through every process. You're the attorney. Every legal thing was checked off. Correct? That's exactly right. We went through the process as the statutes required us to. And then we got to an election, and we won. 54%. But it doesn't matter how much you won by. If you won, you won. 50% plus one, you won. That's 54% right. 54% doesn't matter. That's right. You won. That's right. Well, we're told elections have meaning and elections have consequences. Exactly. And we won the election. And we, we were by, told okay, but every when you, vote is supposed to count. Yeah. And we did. And that we'll get to the legal challenge, but the point to make here is that there's been no suggestion or even allegation that there was any fraud. Even all the way to today. No, today. I mean, I will say that the opposition stipulated that this is not an election challenge. They are not challenging the lawful election. They're not allegating fraud. They're simply challenging on other grounds. So they're saying the election was completely valid. You're an attorney. Uh, we're talking to uh, Craig Riles and Andrew Merle. You're an attorney. If you do everything by the book, I know what happened. You won, and then the lawsuit started. But the fact is that you did everything by the book. Uh, seems to me they wouldn't have much of a challenge in a court, but it's actually been the courts that have stopped y'all from actually becoming the city of St. George. Yeah, it's been four and a half years since that election. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's tied up in litigation. We go before the Supreme Court on the 23rd. Uh, to finally, can I ask you yeah. why you go, when you're going to Supreme Court? What's the argument there? Y'all have to be bringing it to the Supreme Court because Correct. you lost. Correct. What did you lose in a in a district court? Then a what did you give All us right. that process? So in the 19th JDC, we lost, and the 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 ruling determined that our plan wasn't re, that that we were unable to afford the services and that we were going to be a detriment to the city of Baton Rouge. So we appealed that ruling to the First Circuit Court of Appeals. The First Circuit went away 180 from that, didn't even rule on those issues, and instead grabbed an issue that we won at before trial, which was that our plan met the minimum requirements required by law. And the First Circuit took that issue of whether our plan was sufficient on the petition 
Now, the petition that was certified by the Secretary of State, by the Registrar of Voters, by the Governor's Office, that's what the First Circuit decided, that our plan wasn't sufficient, which is an inaccurate reading of Title 33 and what the requirements are. Can I just oh jump in there? I mean, you're just picking out what you want to rule on and then well, basing it on what? On, there were three issues that were brought up in the 19th JCC. First, they said, you're racist. The boundaries that you drew are racist. You excluded areas that you included the first time because you were a biased person. And it had nothing to do with that. It was right. only associated with numbers. Two, they said your they challenged the petition. The 19th JDC said, look, there are three other cities that use this same petition. And it was fine. They ruled that so way. So y'all based it on three places that something had already happened well, like I mean, this. Well, I mean, this petition is the Secretary of State's approved form. We didn't reinvent the wheel. We took the wheel that was already there and used it and whether the plan was sufficient we said we would provide certain service we shall provide these services and we may provide these services if the revenue is sufficient to provide it it doesn't get much simpler than that well we're gonna get to money and, and we got a little ways to go we get to money in a little bit because it always boils down to money some kind of way yes that's right. That's and, right. And, I, and I think it's a shame but the racist thing is I'm not surprised in the fact that if uh, things don't happen a certain way Everybody's a racist at that point. And then, I don't see how you could make that a case. And then because then you, what's the percentage? Just of the, just you gave it to me a while ago. The percentage yeah. of the makeup of St. George, if if y'all were a city today, and that's not counting the people that were already moved there. Had you been a right. city for two years, Correct. that's right. Okay, but by the way, when you become a city. White, black, green, or yellow, Republican, Democrat, don't matter. They are welcome to move in your city. Cause you're welcome. And, and to your point, the new census data that came out in 2020 revealed that St. George is the fastest growing minority population in the parish. So they are coming here. <laughs> They're coming here in anticipation of St. George. Yeah, let me take a break, guys. Uh, Walker, let's take a break. St. George, city of St. George, which should already be a city. Chris Riles, Andrew Murrow, my special guest. Don't go nowhere, folks. This is not only interesting... This is something that can happen in your area as well. So let's take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. You know, when you're selling your home, you know one of the most important things you can even consider is does that person really care about you? You think, oh, they're selling everybody's home. Nicole Spellman Group, they really care about you as a person. They want you to sell your home because you know you want to be stress-free on this thing. And you can't get there if you don't have somebody you have confidence in. Nicole Spellman takes away the stress of selling your home. You know, you can say goodbye to the guesswork when it comes to selling your home if you go with Nicole Spellman Group. Why? They take the guesswork out of it. They have a system called a home value estimator. It's a game changer for sellers. No doubt about it. If you go to NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, right on the homepage under sellers, click on what's my home value. Enter your address and find out what your home is worth in 30 seconds. That's the value of using the Nicole Spellman Group. You know, that's why I trust the number one team serving in the entire state of Louisiana, the Nicole Spellman Group, to sell my home. Go online, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. 
Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for mostly your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Support local. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Show on the road in beautiful Baton Rouge. Talk 107.3 Guarantee Broadcasting is where we are broadcasting today. Uh, we're expecting uh, our uh, new governor, Jeff Landry, rolling here around 10.06. We'll visit with him for a segment or two and get a chance to visit. So they wanted to come by, so we're glad to have him. But Tell you what, I'm glad to have these gentlemen on it. They're fighting for a city that was already voted on, and it's been tied up in the courts now for basically four and a half years. Chris Rouse, Andrew Murrell, our special guest. You know, you were, you were talking, I was asking you for the makeup of the district, okay? That would be before, you know, any kind of growth. But what would be the makeup when y'all were trying to do this? A black, white, Republican, whatever. Let, let me give you the what I got from the Registrar of Voters, right? The Registrar of Voters, whenever we ask for how many electors do we have, and we have right at 52,000 electors, and they broke it down for me that we're 50% Republican, 25% Independent, 25% Democrat, and across all three of those sectors, we have support, and we have opposition in all three of those sectors. Notwithstanding that, we still won the election, and so from our perspective, we look at this and we say, we're, we're wanting to have a better government. We're wanting to have something that's very efficient, that's effective, just like the city of Central. Let me just point this out to you. We spent a lot of time with the city of Central. They have five people on their staff that runs a city of 30,000 people. Uh-huh. Five. They, they then have a co- managing contractor that provides all the public services, Moon, they have a $9 million budget annually with a $60 million budget surplus and never raised taxes. Never. And they're sitting there, and we said, this is the model of the future. So y'all were trying to do the same thing, not many employees. Well, I mean, every city that's employed this business model in the country, whether it's Sandy Springs, Central, Roswell, Georgia, Johnson's Creek, the Woodlands, every, every city that's employed our business model is successful. You look at the city of Central, when the federal government, Garrett Graves, came out a couple of years ago and said, hey, you need to provide this funding so you can get this federally, you need to provide this down payment for this federal funding for flood and drainage protection. And Baton Rouge is scrambling and begging for dollars and and begging the governor to help them out. Central (laughs) Central stroked a check for their portion. They just stroked a check because they've got it. They don't have to bond out projects. They don't have to finance projects. They just plan for it. They will if they grow government. Well, that's right. If they grow government, they're going to need more government. When you and grow, that's, that's what the country's doing, the cities, the states. They're growing government, but, and they got to grow even more but, government to stay up. But, and but, that's right. When you grow the beast, you're not feeding the people. You're feeding the beast. Yeah. And yes. that's what the government is. Yeah. 
And so our, our model was based on what is successful right here. And so when we drew the boundaries, we looked at our income and we said, wow, the income that we have is going to provide a budget surplus. So we can actually look into the future, do the infrastructure improvements, and actually forecast a reduction in the two cent sales tax. Something that the city of Baton Rouge cannot you do. You don't ever, you don't ever hear. But I was going to tell you, the city of Baton Rouge still gets to be the city of Baton Rouge. Correct. That's Why right. Why should they care about well, a few people? When you look at the size of what's the well, size of the city of Baton Rouge right now? It's two hundred and twenty thousand. Okay, and y'all talking about thirty-two thousand, eighty-six thousand, eighty-six thousand. It'll be the fifth largest city in the state. Wow, fifth largest city. Now, with regard to the finances, one of the things that's most telling of the fifty million dollars that we looked at for the revenue of the two cent sales tax. 80% of our money goes to the city of Baton Rouge. Why is that? They testified in the 19th JDC that they would have to have a 30% reduction on the force of the city of Baton Rouge Police Department to which provides no services to us. Zero. Our money is going to fund the pension plan of the Baton Rouge Police Department, mm -hmm. the Baton Rouge Fire Department, to which we get zero services. 80, 40 million of that 50 is being redistributed outside of our area into the parish. You told me there's a number, and I asked you earlier. I said, uh, Chris, what kind of money? Because, you know, I always look at the money, always. And you gave me a budget number that you think St. George can run on, yes. and w which would come out of the money that's just going to the city. Correct. Tell people the percentage or the number that y'all came up with. Thank you. So the city parish has a $1.1 billion budget. What we're asking for is the opportunity to have 50 of the $1.1 to service and assume all the debt associated with our activity. That's a nickel on a dollar. $50 million out of $1.1 billion? Billion. Correct. That's not even a, They can hide a, $50 million anytime they want to. And nobody would know where they spend it at. It's a nickel on a dollar. And we're going to take all of those liabilities. So in the argument in the 19th JDC, they said, we're going to bankrupt the parish. That $50 million is going to bankrupt the parish. And then they turn around and the same 19th JDC argued, you're going to have to raise taxes. So as heads I win, tails you lose. It's unbelievable the arguments that went before the yeah, and, and that's what we're going to do because we're going to take a break. I want to come back with what they're pushing. And, and my next question would be why are the courts buying into this? And because they – and look, I'm not, I'm not pointing out any judges because I don't even know the judges that would have, you know, even inherit the cases. But why? I mean, there's got to be another reason why. And if you guys are saying on that, I appreciate it. But why are they so upset with a small percentage of – of uh, people being in another city. Are they scared that a lot of the city members that would want to move there? Are they scared that y'all going to be so, so good, so well run, that they're going to have more people want to move to St. George? I mean, because what happens is when y'all leave and can run your city on a lot less, they're going to, a lot of people going to look up and say, man, this is really poorly run here. You want to talk about that on the break? Yeah. yeah. On the break, because I got to take a break. All right. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. We'll be back with our two guests. Don't go nowhere, folks. Don't go. This happens all over the place. We'll be right back.
want to mention my good friends at Schumacher Homes. Look, I've been telling you about them for a long, long time. Schumacher Homes is now has a big deal for you. Fixed financing offered and available. Thanks to a limited time offer, you can lock in 5.875% fixed rate for 30 years. No better time than today to start building your dream home. And that's what Schumacher Homes do. They build your dream home. Your dream home, not theirs, yours. Call them and visit SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. Schumacher Homes have been successfully crafting affordable custom homes for over three decades. Three decades and a commitment to ensuring a pleasant, straightforward, stress-free home building experience is the key. They start you at the beginning and they walk through the process to your home is a dream home, your dream home. Contact them today, either by phone or going to SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com, schedule your free, no obligation design and pricing meeting. Do it up front. They want to tell you everything up front. Schumacher Homes, SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at line.one. Line.one. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell them Moon sent you. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Fawn Show. Great to have you with us on the road. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Talk 107.3 FM. Our good friends at Guaranteed Broadcasting. Uh, Governor Jeff Landry going to stroll in here for the 1006 interview. We're talking about St. George and a city that broke away from Baton Rouge and the courts and the, and the, people, the people behind this stopping them at this point. Four and a half years later, Craig Riles and, of course, Andrew Murrell, who's an attorney who's been an attorney on this, is my special guest. So let me go back to this. So y'all have had a couple rulings in courts, court already, correct? Yes. Let's do this first. Let's talk about what was the argument against y'all? What was the argument that they were making in the, in the courtroom? Well, and that's, that's partially spaghetti. They're going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. As Chris alluded, originally, uh, we were a bunch of racists trying to form this little racist enclave. And then the court very quickly realized that that could Can't be, use that, huh? Couldn't be further from the truth. It had nothing to do or no bearing on it. We simply are the unincorporated part of East Baton Rouge Parish. And, and our argument the entire time on that was, well, if you liked it, so if, you, if you wanted the unincorporated area so much, Baton Rouge never annexed it. Baton Rouge had 40, 50 years to annex the unincorporated area and chose not to. Do. So when you chose not to and the citizens in that area chose to incorporate themselves, hey, you're lost. You had the opportunity. So that argument fall, fell flat. The, the other argument was about the plan as we talked to. We went up losing on the plan at the First Circuit, but at the 19th JDC, we won on the issue of plan before the trial ever started. 
and this uh, opposition never appealed it. It was such a dead issue at the First Circuit that no one briefed it. Not us, not the opposition. We didn't argue it. The judges didn't discuss it at the argument. It came up months later in a ruling out of left field. I mean, definitely left. I'll, I'll tell you, a lot of times you go before these judges, and if you bring up an issue that's outside of the scope of the appeal or outside the scope of the argument, we're not here for that. That's not on the docket. That's not before the court. In this case, magically, they chose an issue and went as far as to look up commentary from the legislature from 1984 to help make their argument. And even then, I think the argument was wrong. And that, 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 that we didn't have a sufficient plan stated on our petition. Because the requirement isn't that the plan is sufficient on the petition. That was already met by the governor, registrar of voters, and secretary of state. It's the accuracy of the statements. What they didn't want to have happen on a petition and a vote for incorporation was wild, inaccurate statements. Hey, if you vote for us, there'll be no taxes. That's a wild, inaccurate statement that would lead voters to vote for something that's a fraud. The accuracy of the statements is what we put on the petition. A, we're going to provide these services. We shall provide them. B, we may provide these services if the funding is available. No disillusions. We were in this process for a very long time. It was on a ballot. The electorate was informed and chose to vote for incorporation. But the 19th JDC said our plan wasn't reasonable. We couldn't afford the services. And as Chris said earlier, conversely, not only can we not afford the services, but we're still going to bankrupt Baton Rouge in the process, which you can't do both. You can only do one or the other. And, and for some reason, the court determined we would do both. And then at this first circuit, they ignored that those issues altogether and just went with the plan was not sufficient. Let me just jump in here. One of the elements in the revised statute says if it's reasonable. The legislature didn't define what reasonable was. And in Drew's research and as part of one of the briefs, it looked at Mississippi and other states where there is a 10-element activity that you define what reasonable is. So any judge, any judge, can decide on his or her own decision what is reasonable. So from our position, what's reasonable was what has already been happening here inside the parish. Central did this. The same arguments that were applied many years ago were tried against them. And as was proved is that they are now contributory to the parish. They're growing the parish. In fact, Zachary and Central is the only part of this parish that's growing. The city of Baton Rouge since 2010 has lost 9,000 people. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, okay, since we're the example of Central, y'all feel like St. George is going to grow too. Yes. Are they just worried about somebody else? Can somebody else break off if y'all well, break? I'm just asking I, because I, I'm trying to think. What reasoning is behind this? Uh, the question you asked going into the break is what I thought was telling is, are they going to see something better and all of a sudden have to account for what they've been doing? Are we a measure of accountability? Central does it. and they're small. They, Allegedly, they're small, but a $60 million surplus says you're doing pretty well. Yep. They're growing. They're contributing to the East Baton Rouge Parish tax base. They're not a detriment to the parish because they incorporated. They are contributing more than they ever have to this parish. <laughs> and so that's, that's amazing. But you if, got the example. But if we, just... if we do it on an 86,000-person scale with a $50 million budget, and all of a sudden we can do that, and we can make money, and we can provide better services, uh-oh, somebody's going to start asking questions. And all of a sudden, all these consultants, all these studies, all these vendors that have been getting fat off the, the, the calf of government... 
that, that's have the to problem, answer. guys, because one of the things that I, I thought about, and I, I even ran this by y'all, uh, every time I see something like this, somebody ain't going to be making the money they were making. No. That's what it looks like to me. It's a power grab. Two to three things. Power grab. Somebody ain't going to make the money they're always making. And number three is... Y'all already voted on it. This this ought to be a nothing That's deal. Right. That's right. And you got judges making determination. They false determinations. Well, you, you, I, I'm not being ugly. I'm just assessing. Well, you ask the question, who's behind this? Yeah. Ring, money's behind this guy. Money's behind this. If you look at who is suing this, the mayor has now been ruled you don't have standing. So the only person left is a single Metro Council member, Lamont Cole, who does not live in the boundaries of St. George. That's it. We're not being sued by any resident of St. George. Lamont Cole does not even reside in St. George. Can I ask this question? And you make an answer. You may not. Why are they ruling this way? Remember when I told you I was going to ask you, what do you think the deep side of this thing is? Now, if you can't say that, that's fine. But, but I'm just saying it's got to be a deeper side because this, none of this makes sense to me. That y'all are getting beat where y'all should have been a city now for two or three years. I would say... God, there's a lot of fear in answering that question. I know, um, I know. And, and I would say, if you can't win with the facts and the law before you and you think you have to do something else to accomplish your goal, did you really win? And, and that's what I feel about the opposition. They're not winning on the facts. They're not winning on the law. If you read it and you look at it, it's not, it's not difficult to look at. It's not a di St. George is not a difficult issue. We voted in favor yeah, of it. There's been people in this country on the left, and I'm going to just put it like mm -hmm. that, they use the courts to win. Oh, absolutely! Like this. And that—that's that's where you're going with and, this. And this—and and that's what—that's what this is. Right. The courts are ruling against something that's been done well, legally. They, to me, listening to you guys, they hadn't found y'all doing anything illegal or wrong yet in correct. the process. No. Correct. And all you got is the process. Correct. And so, for us, back to the, the single remaining individual, the council member, in the 200-year history of Louisiana, a metro council member or a council member has never been, act, been able to act independent of the body that it represents. What wow. do I mean by that? Is that that individual, man or woman, has to have the vote of the council to approve the lawsuit. Okay, so can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are they not using that process because they want it to look different, like it's the citizen that cares? No. Okay. No. Why, why did they use the council? Why didn't they, why didn't they go through that process? Well, in, in Lamont's case, they had to have somebody. He was the only person left they could find that would have standing that would enter into the lawsuit. If you notice, there's not a St. George citizen opposing St. George. There's not any of our opposition but residing I was say, in Do y'all have a lot of opposition behind no. the scenes? I know some of the power players have been there, the media and stuff like that. But the average citizen's not opposing No, this. the residents of St. George are, are overwhelmingly in favor. In fact, some of the people that opposed us initially, they saw the vote and recognized that votes have meaning, and they lost the vote, and they're fine with it. You know, but when something happens like this, guys, and you're a lawyer, you got to deal with judges and all that. It really, it really makes the judicial judicial system not look real good. I'm gonna be nice. It just makes it look like it's not there for the purpose it ought to be there. For. When political am I, am I wrong? No, when political decisions determine judicial decisions, you now have a breakdown of that third branch of government. This is, in my opinion, for what I know, this is a 100% political decision being made by judges that's me i didn't say you had to say that and now you got to go to some more judges to yeah. find out what your fate is on something that listening to you guys 
the process that was supposed to go through. Y'all took someone who was successful doing it. You copied them. Correct. They were successful. You've been successful, except when it comes to the court. Correct. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, think about this. The fundamental principle in America is self-determination and the right to vote. These are two of the biggest fundamentals in our democracy and the underlying foundation of everything we do. And now we're going to allow a government actor to overturn a lawful election. What kind of countries do that? Well, I know countries losing it do that. Yeah. Our lawyers went back to, we've been a state since 2012, 212 years of jurisprudence. Not a single time in the 212 years has an election been overturned without evidence of fraud. Never. There's, there's no fraud because there's, there's no evidence never. of fraud. That's right. And so right. It, it part of the citizens... Let me, let me take a break. Y'all call. i got about 10 more minutes. 844-766-6607 is Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management. Hotline, we take a break. One more segment to go. St. George, the city, Chris Riles, Andrew Merle. Take a break. Be right back. From their humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods is trying to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwoods stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see their stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana Company. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. When you think about how... Hey, y'all all. Welcome back. Move the phone show. Last segment to go. Don't forget... Governor Jeff Landry in studio with us right here at Guarantee Broadcast and Talk 107.3. Uh, first of all, I want to thank our friends from uh, City of St. George, uh, Chris Riles and Andrew Murrell. 
Uh, a couple other things. You mentioned something about, did you say the Voting's Right Act? Yeah. Tell, tell me what happened with so that. So after the 19th JDC ruled against us, uh, it allows in the revised statutes that the citizens can challenge that decision. So 238 citizens signed up to be defendants in support of the incorporators. And in the argument, they're saying our 1965 voting rights issues are being addressed or not being addressed. You're violating our right. Our right to vote is being overturned by a judge. Just to be fair, the 238 are probably minority African-American citizens. No. Not necessarily? Okay. No, just kind of it's just, just a mix. Just citizens. Okay. It's just yeah. citizens. By the way, that's, that's, that's a pretty good for people to put their name on that. And they had about two weeks to sign up. And that's how many wanted to. There were a lot more who wanted to. But with those who don't want their name public, they do business with the city parents. No, no, no. What happens is, and this has happened everywhere with recalls and stuff like that, everybody's all for it until they got to put their name on it. That's right. And, and if you are involved in this with government or this, they ain't put your name on it. I'm all for it, but they don't put the name on it because people use that against them. Oh, absolutely. So it, 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 it's, a, it's a scare tactic. Well, and there was teachers, firemen. We had business owners construction workers, engineers. It was a cross-section of our community that signed. Did they get hammered? They, I don't think so. I think they were willing to stand up to do this. And with regard to the funding, I just wanted to mention this to you. Yes, sir. Is that we've had to raise over $1.1 million of private funds associated with this. And I want to give acknowledgement to two individuals who have been outstanding, Eddie Responi and Dan Hurd. Okay. They have been godsends for us. But we've had over 800 families and businesses contribute with 1,700 different contributions to us that has allowed us to fight this $1.1 million fight while Lamont Cole is relying on the area chamber to finance him. So he whoa, is a whoa, surrogate. Whoa, 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 whoa. The area chamber. Members of the area chamber. The chambers are supposed to be about business, just about business. Apparently, apparently they don't support business, uh, not local business and not the local community. The Baton Rouge Area Chamber, actually on their website, every time there's a mayoral election, they'll post on there that they cannot support a candidate that supports St. George. Now, why? How political have the chambers gotten when you think of chambers in the old days? It was well, all about the local community and businesses and driving business. You know, none of the cha all the chambers are like that now. It's not just here. All of them are like that. The U.S. Chamber is probably the worst of all of them. Well, and this is the frustrating part about it. We should have a lot in common. We want to grow the area. We want to grow the tax base. We want responsible development. These are all things that benefit any area chamber of commerce, and yet still we have an area chamber here that supports tax increases every time they get a chance. They do whatever the mayor's office tells them to, and they, they control all the information that comes in and out. Now, let me just say this. The area chamber was against the city of Central and its incorporation in 2005. Not surprised. But now they're more than happy to bring local businesses in. Look at a top 10 school district we have here in the Central. city of Central. It's a growing area. Why can't the city of St. George duplicate what's there? And so the duplicity has been somewhat uh, surprising to us in that regard. Uh, if you had called me, I would have told you uh, the chamber would probably be a problem. And I don't even know many people in the chamber. I just, I just, I always call them chamber types. They get real political, get real political real fast. Some of them make a lot of money because of their ties with chamber and government. Right. And, and right. then all of a sudden they come back and go, well, we don't want to do this because you got people in the chamber. I'm not talking about just here everywhere that really are associated to big government. Right. That's why a lot of them take money uh, from the government now. Well, you, you, let me ask you a question. Your local chamber, who do you think they're going to lobby for? 
They're going to lobby for Lafayette. They're going to lobby for uh, Nashville, Tennessee. They're lobbying for you regardless. But that's how they tie all that into. Yeah. And I'm sorry y'all got to fight that, but I've been watching that for so long. Very frustrating. Yep. Well, let me just tell you another way people vote. They vote with their feet. In the terms of East Baton Rouge Parish, since 2010, the, the city has gone from 229,000 people as of July of 2022 is 221,000. They've lost 8,000 residents in the city of Baton Rouge. In how many years? That's since 2010. So 8,000. Okay. So since 2020 to 2022, every area of the parish has lost residents with two exceptions, the city of Central and the city of Zachary. Why? Hmm. Because they have a top 10 school district. And at the end of the day, what, our, what we want and what started this whole thing is, to begin with is that the legislature said, if you want to have your own school district, go incorporate and see how much fun that will be. So the end goal is not just the city. We want to have our own independent school district. And look, this matters statewide. I figured school, I figured school came into this. I didn't get to that, but I figured it, it matters good. statewide. We're in a state that is taking over cities on an annual basis because they're so poorly run and they're losing population. They can no longer afford the government model they've, they've refused to get rid of. This is going to continue happening over and over again until we change the business model. We are the next step in that business model. When we're successful, other cities can duplicate it, can incorporate like we have. I'll make this point to you, Mr. Murrow, that if you notice all around the country, big cities seem to have bad education systems. Yeah. It seems like the smaller run educational systems have a better opportunity. You find if they have enough money, they're going to be far out ahead of big city, not only in education, but in everything. Go to Fulton County. I'll show you several suburbs that are thriving, that are magnificent, that all employ the same business model we do. Well, in terms of uh, surrounding areas, very quickly, Ascension Parish has the number two rated school district in the state. While we're losing population in East Baton Rouge Parish, right across the line, they have increased by over 20% their wow. population. Unbelievable. 20%. Yeah. And it's, 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 uh, listen, guys, y'all can make the argument the courts have to wake up. That's right. And I'm going to say the Supreme Court has to wake up and co- throw the politics out and look at the case on the merit. It looks like to me, if, if, the, if any of these courts would just weigh the merit, this should have been over. They cannot string well, this out. Because I'm taking it, if you lose the Supreme Court, well, it's over. Whenever we That's go, right. we've been, the good news is that the Supreme Court did not have to accept our challenge of the First Circuit. They voted seven to nothing to hear our case. And we're, ho- and we're going on January 23rd at 9.30 a.m. in New Orleans to make our oral arguments. And what we're hoping for, Moon, is that the seven justices can dispassionately look at East Baton Rouge Parish and understand the implications for the rest of the state yeah. and say, if I take Baton Rouge out of this, if I take the capital city out of this, if this were in a smaller jurisdiction in one of the 64 parishes, how would we rule? And well, that's our argument. And this is why it's important to the whole state. If it can happen to us, it can happen to anyway. you. It can happen anyway. to Democrats. It can happen to Republicans. It can happen to anybody. You, you know what? You know what's sad, though, is that if the city of Baton Rouge was so good and so efficient, why don't you let y'all go and then y'all can be more efficient? Exactly right. Let's see who can run it better. Yeah, just, just let them go. Don't sit here and pander this. Let them go. Let y'all go and fall on your rear ends. And you say, see, we run everything right. But the problem is 
They don't. Baton Rouge is no longer treading water. They're drowning. Yeah, no doubt. Guys, I got to run. St. George City. Craig Riles, Andrew Moore. You got a website people can check out real quick. You can find us on social media and Facebook. Easiest place to go. St. George. You can't miss us. Uh, it's either us or the city in Utah. Yep. So. God bless y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you, right, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, uh, we should have Governor Jeff Landry. So we'll get a chance to visit with, with the governor on what's going on and, and things of that nature. Looking forward to it. We'll take a break. Be right back. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. New pet dreams. Will he catch frisbees? Will she be friendly? Will he chase balls? And lifelong wishes. Will, Will they, they be, be healthy? healthy? Start with regular veterinary exams. Call your veterinarian today. A message from your local veterinarians. News Talk 96.5. KPEL. Brobridge. Lafayette. A Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's closing time in New York. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. At the Trump Organization's civil trial, the former president calls rigged before going into the courtroom. This is a case that should have never been brought, and it was brought. And it's very unfair. The judge already ruled there was fraud, and he denied a Trump attempt to join his lawyers making today's closing arguments. He, his adult sons, and several former Trump Organization executives are accused of defrauding banks and insurance companies by inflating their assets. Trump argues all the loans were paid back, and there's no victim in this case. He calls it a political witch hunt brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James, seeking $370 million in penalties, and wants to ban Trump and his family from doing business in New York. Fox is Nate Foy outside the court last night at a Trump Fox Town Hall in Iowa. The former president made the case that he should be reelected again. A guy like Biden, there's nothing he can run on. Everything he's turned out, it's turned out badly. Now he remains the front runner in a Republican race that Chris Christie dropped out of. Nikki Haley tells Fox she's on the rise. We focus on relationships with the people on the ground and gaining their trust. And that's why you see this has become a two-person race with me and Donald Trump. Though Haley debated Ron DeSantis last night with each other, calling the other a liar numerous times. Inflation rose more than it predicted last month, up 0.3% from November. Consumer prices also up year over year. 3.4% was the overall inflation number. This is the increase in prices. Now, I'm a business guy. And the markets will be watching for interest rate cuts. Now, the inflation report, hotter than expected, matched the hotter than expected jobs report. So Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence reports the Federal Reserve is expected to not be ready yet to lower interest rates raised to cut inflation. President Biden in a statement says more work needs to be done, but inflation is down almost two-thirds from its peak. There is no, there is more trouble, rather, in the Middle East. Iran has hijacked an oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman after all the recent attacks on ships in the Red Sea. America's listening to Fox News. Your pet isn't just a pet, they're part of your family. Most of the pet food on the market is cooked at high temperatures, which kills nutrients. A scoop of Dynavite is a three-in-one daily supplement adding back key nutrients to your pup's health. Try Dynavite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. 
Learn more at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com slash radio. That's Dynavite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Traveling for the holidays? Well, Pure Talk has you covered because they just added international roaming to over 30 countries. And here's the best part. There's no rate increase at all. Now, Pure Talk still saves the average family almost $1,000 a year with talk and text and data plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Now, from your cell phone, just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, make the switch, and do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now, and start saving on your wireless Court-appointed special advocates, or CASA, are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your drive time is live and local. Hey, folks, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, airs every day from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You can get it all. News and commentary you can't get from anywhere else on the local, state, and national level, plus your calls and your comments through our KPL app chat. It's a fun, fun drive home here on The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hi, y'all. Welcome. Hour number two of the Moon Graffon Show. We want to thank our friends at Guarantee Broadcasting. Talk 107.3 FM. Of course, uh, appreciate them for putting us on, putting us, putting up with us, what most of the people do. All right, we're honored to have, and I, you know, I've been messing with him a second. Uh, we got, uh, I got to call him governor now. I used to call him Jeff. And I, <laughs> when you're attorney general, I didn't say Mr. Attorney General. I said Jeff. Now, see, you got me thrown off a little bit. Yeah, well, look, Moon, that's why I brought Sharon here. She said, listen, I'm going over there to make sure Moon knows that you still, Jeff. If he, if he gives you too much trouble, she said she was going to take care well, of it. Well, I, and by the way, Sharon, congratulations. Thank you. And I, tell, I, and I know the walk for the, for the First Lady is the same walk that your husband went through because you the one had to go through all this stuff. Yes. But you still snapped her. He thinks he's governor, and he is. <laughs> he but is. He might be the head of the state, but he ain't head of the household. Correct. Correct. <laughs> well, Sharon, real quick, because I want to get to Jeff on a bunch of different issues. Uh, which it, and, of course, Jeff created a deal, which is off the governor's deal, which is, which is great. But what, what, what does that job detail for you? Being able to, uh, uh, do you, or do you really know everything? I know you're going to be speaking and seeing people and all that stuff. Yes, we're learning the process, and um, we're going to get there. We needed to get through transition and inauguration ceremonies, and so now we'll start working on uh, my initiatives and my role as uh, the First Lady. Okay. Moon, I'll make yeah, you laugh. When we were at the ball, right, and so, so we, of course, she changed from... One dress to another, and then she had me dressed. You lost her. And she said, she said, you know, I, I feel like we get married. I said, we are. The people in Louisiana. <laughs> I said, and then hey, the whole ball was, you, it really was, it was just a, a blur. You I know, know but so you, got a, you got a whole other marriage. You just didn't know, and you do too. Yes. Anyway, but look, it's, I wanted to bring you in to say hi to you. It's always good to see you. Thank you, and glad to be here. Right, and uh, good morning, Louisiana. That's right. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Thank you, Sharon. Appreciate it. All righty. Uh, all right, Governor, I know, and, and I think your wife hit it on the head. It's kind of been a, a, a blur. 
the only good thing that you had, which I think was a good advantage, is you won early. And so you were able to plan a little bit more because think about if you'd had to run another election for another month or five weeks, really. I got to believe that helped at least get the jump started. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, look, I think I think that winning early um, gave us a lot more time uh, to think through a lot of different things. Uh, I think that if you know what we've heard around the state is especially in the appointments that we've made to the cabinet. And, of course, we haven't finished them yet. People have said, man, we just really appreciate. We, we think you, you made some first-round draft picks. Uh, and I think it was that extra time that actually gave us the opportunity to do that. Because if you don't and you come into November, then you write into Thanksgiving, then you write into Christmas, and then everybody gets caught up in the holiday seasons. And, and, I, and I think it also helped the transition committees. I mean, look, we had we put together some very – thorough, thoughtful transition committees that were made up of stakeholders, people around the state that really have a burning desire to change the state. And we didn't just we didn't just let them meet once and it wasn't ceremonial. They actually did some great work and produced some great reports that we're going to work off of over the course of the next four years. Yeah, but it's just a, I, I tell people it's, it's, it's got to be a hell of a process, though. Just because of what you were oh. doing, and you got to move. I mean, it's just so many things that go into becoming a governor. It's not. By quite, the way, I, it's I, not quite a joyful process. <laughs> That's what you're I, I got a laugh. I, I see. I did. I promise you, I did. So I'm watching. I'm going. So Jeff Swanner, I said, I'll be damned. I said, I know this guy. I've been knowing this guy. I, I've I've met governors before they were governors. Right. I said, I actually know him, and I said, that way, it just started laughing. I said, then I thought, this guy's really had to work to get where you are. You had to. You get, it's a process when you thought about ever being governor, which it might be for you at ten. But to become the governor, there's a lot of things that happen in between. That's it, uh, that's all I thought. Well, well, well you you've been there since the beginning. You remember you hosted one of my first fundraisers in I 2007. Hosted several, but that's right. But, but the first one. Yeah, the first one I hosted, he lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know. Hey, listen, we had, we're not going to talk about that. We're winning right here, boom. We're winning. You know, uh, I, I remember I had a guy after we won this. This fellow said, "Man, can I come see you over at the camp?" I said, "Well, yeah, you come to my camp all the time." He said, "Well, I never hung out with a governor at the camp." I said, "Well, me neither. Come on, see me." <laughs> yeah, you're doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing the same. The thing. Uh, uh, so, so we got through the process. All that stuff's out the way. Now you got to govern. I tell people the hard part, as hard as it is to run campaigns. The hard part, too, is becoming a governor because now it becomes, and with a supermajority, it now becomes, hey, Jeff, this is on your own, and everybody's going to look to you. Yeah, that, that, look, the spotlight is absolutely on us. We have no excuses not to be able to fundamentally and structurally change the state for the good. I mean, we, we really, we, we have lost all, all, all excuses. By the way, I'm glad you said it because that was what everybody was telling me. There are no more excuses. There are no more. Although, I'm, I'm, you I'm, wouldn't I'm, even a representative. You didn't set all this crap in, the, in place, but you got the job. Right, right. And, 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 and look, I, you know, I, and I'll tell you this, you know, one of the things, again, through uh, the time that I've spent in public service, um, I'll never forget. Uh, you know, in 2010, when I got elected to Congress and that huge class came in, American people were so excited. There was so much optimism. Uh, we had all the tools necessary, and yet we, we seem to have not been able to move the needle like we should have uh, while we were there during that term. And I think that that taught me that, hey, listen, when the people give you something, it is your responsibility to pick it up and to use it to, the, to its fullest ex extent. And, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to start laying out a pretty ambitious, um, a, a pretty robust, a very 
thoughtful way to move policy and to change policy in the state. I, and look, I, I think that, you know, the inauguration really set the tone. I think people are anxious. Um, I think we've shown that we can we can talk. We can let anybody in. We can share their ideas and then we can move the state forward. Yeah, you know, one of the things I just kind of a side note, tell me if I'm wrong. When you won your first election to Congress, didn't you win that in the closed primary? I did. Hey, golly, how did we get on that subject? Listen, look, I'll tell the people of the state, the people who they sent to Congress in a closed primary, Bill Cassidy, Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise was another. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, look, and, and you know what? It was important. Hold up. Bill Cassidy, the one that's against it now? That's, that's correct. Him? Okay. He, I just, I just was asking. No, and, and look, I talk, you know, Senator Kennedy and I talk about it, and I said, look, you won. The reason you became a state senator, I mean, the U.S. senator, was through that particular process because one of the, one of the problems with having this, this, this jungle system is that we end up electing our members of Congress after everyone else. So if, if we'd have done it the older way and I'd have gotten elected under the old system, there is no telling the things we would have missed because I would have come in in one of the largest classes a whole month later with no office space, with, 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 with all of the plum committees being picked. I mean, it just sets us back. Uh, and when you look at states, the interesting thing about it is, is, is um, when you look at the five states that are attracting more people, than anyone else, because right now we've got a migration going on on this country, the likes of which we hadn't seen in a long time. But if you look at those states and you look at structurally the things that they're doing, you see they close their primaries because, look, a, then party registration doesn't mean anything. Look, the greatest about our electoral process is the fact that any, every citizen, when they register to vote, they can choose whether they want to be in a party or whether they don't. But if they want to be in a party, that party should have the ability and those people should have the ability to choose their candidate to be placed on a ballot for well, the you know, people. As you know, I got mad at the party 16 years ago. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm a no party guy. But somebody asked me the other day, I said, if they go close primaries, I said, no, pull me back in the party. I said, because I'm going to want to be able to vote. And here's the other thing, Jeff. Governor, sorry. Sharon, slap no, me. Sharon, no, slap me when I call no. you Jeff. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you really look at uh, the situation like with me, uh, we already have closed primaries. I noticed they're making a big deal. It's confusing. It's confusing. Well, how do you vote for the president of the United States? It's closed primary. You're already doing this. It's got to be explained. That's right. Because the people that want to beat this. They're going to make it muddled up as much as they can. Oh, it's going to cost so much more money. That's, that's your selling point that you got to make, and well, I'm trying to make. Well, 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 but, but, Moon, to me, it's this simple. You look at states, and, and, and I'll tell you this. The media, actually, on Sunday, I think, I think it was your favorite paper, oh, had no. a piece. <laughs> the and, in it, and in it, it said, this state needs structural changes. They admitted it. The editorial board admitted it. I agree with them. These are the kinds of structural changes we must make in order to move the state forward. I mean, if, if a jungle system was the greatest, then guess what? It would show in our metrics. We would be number one in education, in the economy, in attracting people. <laughs> I don't think that's there. I mean, like, you can all, all you can do is look at states and look at people that are successful, and you look at the things that they are doing, okay? And you say, okay, the habits that they have are the things that drive their success. You can't say, well, I'm not going to do any of those things and I'm going to be successful. That just doesn't work. And so one of those at the very foundation is the way that we elect people because the way we elect people is what allows us to share ideas. But, Governor, the other thing is that uh, people need to realize, and I'm, I'm, 
I'm trying to tell people this over and over again. If Louisiana's going to change, you have to change. Yeah. If Louisiana's going to change, oh, we can't do that, we can't do that, we can't do that, we can't do that, then guess what? We're going to stay in the same trajectory we got now, which is not good. So this is a good example that you're trying to lead on is closed primaries. And I agree 100% with you. We need to get this done. Now we can prove we can change. There's some other things to come. And let me echo what you just said. Everyone, everyone listening right now, everyone that's listening to this radio show. That's nine people, but go ahead. (laughs) 10, 11, 12. I think we can get get to 12. But, (laughs) But everyone next month who wants to vote in a presidential primary, and we do that every four years. It's going to go, and they're going to vote in a primary, and nobody's going to complain. Mm-hmm. I mean, the secretary is going to pull it off. That it's going to be no problem. Yep. I mean, so all – let me tell you something. Every time the people of this state hear a resistance to change, that is the status quo crime to keep us where we are. That's what I meant. If you don't do this change, we ain't going to change anything. Let me take a break. His name is – Governor Jeff Landry, Sharon, don't hit me again. Governor <laughs> Jeff Landry, she only hit me twice. So I feel good. Uh, when we get back, I told Jeff I want to talk to him about a little bit going on in the legislature real early that is concerned people because I'm getting tired of getting beat up about it. But I'll let Jeff at least address it and uh, see what he thinks about it because he may have a totally different take than all of us because a lot of us just upset at what's happening early with the legislature. But I want you to address that for me. When we get back, you're listening to the Moon Graffon Show right here at Talk 107.3 FM, Guaranteed Broadcasting. We'll be right back. About a new advertisement, South Star Urgent Care. It's the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of if, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad. Maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures. South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to SouthStarMoon.com. SouthStarMoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com. SouthStarMoon.com. Folks, I want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Insulation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts, AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance plus Get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow. Don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. Need guidance and...
Luca Poncho, great to have you with us as we rock and roll. Good to have you back. Uh, Attorney, uh, Attorney General, boy, he gonna, I'm gonna get chair and go hit me again. No, no, listen, we got an attorney. We were the attorney general. We, we have an attorney general. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she beat you to the punch. She came on Tuesday. <laughs> Good for her. All right, Jeff. Look, let me just. And this is the only issue, but I want you to try to address this for us. So, and I, I'm not, I'm not putting none of this on you, but I'm going to the legislature, Cameron Henry and, and Philip DeVille, Speaker of the House and the Senate President, but. The first action, this is what came out of them off. We're going to put Democrats as the hear, hear my story, then you answer. So they're going to put Democrats as committee chairs. And, of course, I found this at the bottom of a newspaper, and I started in on it. Everybody jumped hold of it, and and the base that voted the Republicans in the supermajority, they feel like they got slapped in the face. They, I'm telling you now, they are livid. So now you could say, well, Moon, that's your fault. You should have shut your mouth. I don't agree with that. You know how I am. I, I don't mind challenging something. But that took place. And then Cameron Henry, who I know who I know has been a conservative, Regina Barrow, 39 nothing vote in the Senate. And Regina, these are the people on the woke side. These are the people that may not vote with you a lot. These are the people that, that you were fighting as attorney general. These were the people that and, – and then the latest thing, which you may not know, this uh, Tina E or V, Tina V or whatever – who worked with the Edwards administration that you had to fight, who wrote, helped write COVID laws. She is a real leftist. And now that's who's going to help write the laws in the Senate under Cameron Henry. So follow me on this. I, that's what I got upset because I don't remember anybody running, hey, when we win, we're going to give some power back to the Democrats. And that's basically it. But the people are mad at this. Okay? Like I said, y'all can blame me. But, but all I did was talk about an issue because... I know where you have to go. I know you. I know where you want to go. And I think it's going to take the guys I'm talking about or the key guys to make it get there. Anyway, just your thought because people want to know from you. Well, look, I, I still have a tremendous amount of confidence in both Cameron and Philip. Um, I think that I think that we first and, and look, I, I completely understand and appreciate uh, the, 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 the anxiousness and the concern uh, that the base has. And rightfully so. Here's what I would tell you. We're going to focus on the outcome, not right now. The problem. We already we talked about it in the last segment about the structural changes we have to make yep. because the process is terrible. I tell you what, if you don't want this to happen anymore, if that's something that you do not want to happen, very simple. Call your legislature and tell them to close the primaries. Because you see, and we're going to go back to the other states. We're going to go back to Alabama. We're going to go back to Mississippi. We're going to go back to Texas. We're going to go back to Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina. Those legislatures... Okay, divide their legislatures based upon a majority and a majority and a minority party. And, and then and then the staff, the staffs of the minority party, they staff the minority party and the staffs of the majority party staff the majority party okay. so that the staffs are not working against competing ideas. But what we've had for 50 years, okay, is an abject disaster. Again, I just go to the statistics to prove it. But what we have, I mean, if the people in the state realize that right now, for the last 50 years, you go in the legislature, and me and you are, you're a senator, I'm a senator. I ain't never you're been a Democrat, but go ahead. You're a, Demo <laughs> you're a Democrat, and I'm a Republican. Oh, Jesus <laughs> help me. I've never been one, but go ahead. Okay. All right, you're an independent. No, I'm a Green Party. And, 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 you know, I like that Green Party. You're a Green Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so we each have an idea, okay? And we have to go to the same staff person 
to write that bill and then to have that person confide in us and to and to then counsel us on what we're trying to do. That does not work, Moon. It doesn't work because what happens is it fails the idea table test. And so what we've had, we've had destruction. Even when Democrats were in super majorities in Louisiana, they gave they gave they gave Republicans some chance. Why? Because we had again, we had this jungle primary system. We didn't we don't have any structure. And so if you are frustrated with this, then what you need to do is close the primary systems. And what I would tell people is that the good news is here's the good news. I tell them, take a big deep breath. We collectively are going to hold them accountable on the outcome. Let's just say we're not going to get caught up in the process. Let's not, let's not fight over the process. Let's just say, okay, well, if that's the decision you made, then I want to make sure that the outcome is what we expect. And every time the outcome is not what we expect, then you get to go back and say, well, you know what? Because you hadn't fixed your process. And if you don't fix yeah, your process, we will. Here's, here's the problem with that. Just my opinion. Jeff, uh, Governor, <laughs> Sharon, don't hit is me it, again. No, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm being honest with you. You, we talked about before we came back to the segment about making big changes. Right. And those big changes, you got to start. I felt like in the legislature that leadership should have started immediately. And but, they but, didn't. And but, this but, is but, why they got people mad as hell. But let Governor. me just say this. And in, in all due respect to them. Okay. Again, I'm not telling you I like it. Okay. I, I'm not on you. I, and I, and I'm not on you at all. I'm still, on them. But I still have the confidence. And here's what it is. It's like, man, we really need to go down the road at 60 miles an hour. Okay, uh, we've been we built this car and we get to go down the road now. We finally got the car, but guess what? The road is gravel or the road is muddy. Until we get a smooth road, it's not safe to go sixty miles an hour, or it's actually impossible to do so. And so, what I'm telling you is the structural changes that need to happen in that legislature, which have which right now aren't in place, create the issue that we're yeah. talking about today. And, but, and and so so again, we've got super majorities. There's no reason we shouldn't be able to advance our cause. No argument there. There's no reason, regardless of who the chairman is, okay, we should be able, those committees, just by the sheer number. Now, now the question is, is whether the Republicans are going to act like okay. conservatives. Now, that means you got to stay another segment because I didn't get one, one more question I want to get to you. His name is Governor Jeff Landry. He has to stay one more segment now. Okay. He has no By the way, your wife's smiling, so I think it's a good argument. All right, we'll take a break. More to come on the Microphone Show. We're here in Baton Rouge. Talk 107.3, Guaranteed Broadcasting. At the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned. Louisiana company since 1969 and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans in the South. Visit CaneRiverPecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710. And ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at CaneRiverPecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan, they'll never forget you. CaneRiverPecans.com. Oh, shucks, you've been hearing me brag about shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh, 
every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. By the way, welcome back. Mooka Show, great to have you back with us. Uh, we are at Talk 107.3 FM here in Baton Rouge at Guarantee Broadcast. And uh, Governor Landry coming in, taking his precious time, and his beautiful bride is here. And, and, and thank you for coming. I, I appreciate it because I'm, I'm really got down to the bottom line. of what The, the last thing I'm going to say on this and let you comment and we'll move on is that, I, and I told you my concerns, I'm concerned with you want to – which a great start. And some of these moves to the average person when they heard all the campaign rhetoric was Republicans, supermajority. We never got to worry about a Democrat. And I know as a governor, you can turn, you can turn voters. I saw Edwards do it. I saw Mike Foster do it. I saw Blanco do it. And that's the concern that we just concerned about. What if something comes up and you got this liberal leftist chair, something none of us have thought about. Mm-hmm. And it's an issue for the state. And the chair goes, well, all my woke friends in Washington, all my lobbyists are telling me, don't move. We got your back. Tell them you're not going to hit a bill. You, I don't think you can just remove them at that second. They, you have a problem. Then you got to wait to the it. That's the kind of things because we thought in a big change, Governor, in a big change that we got to accept. That's one of the things that people were ready just to put the Democrats to kind of go away. I know you're going to have to have that vote sometime. I'm not I'm not being foolish. Well, well, look, I, again, what I'm, I'm going to try to focus on the outcome. And I can tell you, if we have those issues, I will be right here with you on this microphone. I know you're talking exactly that. about that. And, and, and so, again, I just if, if we can make sure that the outcome is what we need and we have to recognize that, that some of the things that we don't like like this yeah. is based upon the fact that we've got a structural problem in the state. If we go out there and we close it, people just, if they just hear me out, they just think about it. They, look, <clears throat> again, the way we elect people, the way we structure our government, the way you share ideas, there's a reason why it works in this country. Now, we could talk about how the country's broken and the government's broken. No, but, 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 but democracy are, works. Are you basing that off of, okay, uh, so one of these representatives, Speaker of the House, whatever, if that goes primary, they got to go back. And if the people say, hey, they, they, he put pro Tim, whatever, he got to vote close primaries. Now, if you want him out, there's your chance. Is that why you're saying that? Well, yeah, but when, and, and guess what? And that way, that way, if, 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 if he or she decides it's what they want to do uh, uh, in, in order to, 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 to give someone, because, again, we don't have an outlet. Here's, here, let me just say this. I think that this is important. Even when you are in the majority and in the supermajority, I think it is always important that the minority vo- voice is heard. 
Okay, doesn't mean you have to listen to it. Doesn't mean you have to accept just, it. I want it turned down, just, though. <laughs> well, yeah. No, no, I agree. And it should be because it's a minority voice. And so you have to have an outlet for it. And the problem is we don't have a structure that allows us to be able to do that. We should get there. And, 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 and look, you're exactly right. If those people put those type of people in place and those people turn on them, then yep. they have to answer to the voters, not me. No, right? no, this, this, right. this, what I've been talking about had nothing to do with you. Right. But let me, I will give you one quote and I want to, I want to have some fun here before I let you go. Uh, Obama told John McCain, they sitting in the, he was president. They sitting in the, in the White House, whatever the meeting rooms are. Look at John McCain and said, Losing Listen. has consequences. You lost, that's I right. won. And that's how I thought we should have handled it. You lost, I won. Matter of fact, y'all won so big, uh, we don't even know. Do they have a Democrat party? <laughs> I don't we'll find is, out. Is there one left? We'll find Maybe they're all going to become Republicans. But, but look, it, it, look again, I, 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 I still have a tremendous amount of confidence. I'm not asking you. By the way, I'm not Kevin. saying you should. I, I, think, I think those guys, look, they've been working hard. We've got a lot. You know, here's the other thing, too. I don't know if people realize this. But we have to go into a special session on Monday, Monday. because a federal judge has basically a gun to our head. You know what I mean? And, and again, here we are again having to go do something that a lot of the people in the state are not going to like, including me. Yeah. Okay, but guess what? We got a process. We got a federal judge. We got a court order. We're gonna respect it. We're gonna go out there and do it, and uh, and then hopefully then we can clear that out the way and we can get down to really solving some problems and getting the state safe, which is the number one thing we're gonna work on. I'm, I'm laughing, Governor Jeff Landry, my special guest. Uh, I'm laughing because uh, you know I got a chance to go uh, visit with Mike Foster at the governor's mansion. Then I got to go visit with uh, Blanco at the governor's mansion. General was scared of me. Then Edwards came, and I got to go visit with him. So I'm going to ask you, if I ever get invited to the match, and by the way, every one of them wanted me to come in to raise taxes. So mm -hmm. two requests. If I ever get invited, Jeremy, come sit by me, hold my hand. <laughs> if I ever get invited, don't tell me, don't ask me to raise taxes. I ain't worried about it, but it's the, and, and it's the second thing. Can I sit in another chair? They put me in the same chair every time. Well, I tell you, what, you can pick the chair. How about that? You can absolutely put, but we're not coming without, without your bra. I can promise you. <laughs> Oh, no, now you got some sense in the room. But, no, it's, uh, look, it, it's, it's a long haul. We're not in the bottom uh, overnight. I know there's a process to try to get out of it. And uh, my hope and prayer is that process is going to start. Uh, it started because you were sworn in as governor. I thought you did a great job on your speech. I wanted to tell you, you, you gave out the vision to coming home. I uh, told him, and when you said that, I said, boy, if we had the job, they could listen to Jeff today, but they can't. So all that's got to be created. Uh, I, I hope we can move on some things really fast because we got to be able to see improvements in four years. And, and, and I think moving on some things, I hate the words, you know, we're taking a step in the right direction. I wanted you to say we leapfrogged way up there. But I know, Governor, that's, that's, that's easier said than done. But we gave y'all all the twos, and you talked about it earlier. Supermajority, House, Senate. You have always been a, a conservative firebrand, and what I mean by that is positive, not like everybody yeah. else. Uh, you've been aggressive. I think you're gonna have to be aggressive. And look, we took even if we agree or disagree, you have to be aggressive. Absolutely. Look, and we took some pretty aggressive action this week already in the, in the executive order and vetoing, you know, the Bessie's um, rule where they were watering down the leak test. And we've got some. Believe you. By the way, thank you for doing it. But believe you me, <laughs> I, there's plenty more that we look. We are building up. Uh, you don't you don't know this because you can't listen to me. That's probably a blessing. And uh, Sharon ain't gonna listen to me. She knows not to. But <laughs> but listen, 
so I, I'm talking about that yesterday, giving you credit, and, and I didn't say a lot of nice things about Miss Holly Bofi. Mm -hmm. So I said the thing about it is she was on the program when I wasn't there, but she won't come on with me. Guess who calls in? She did. Holly Bofi. Okay. I gave Holly Bofi every opportunity yeah. to explain it. I told her why I disagreed. I was really nice, sir. Right after her, Kay Brumley called in. So I'm going, well, go good. How you like this? We got a, we got a good thing going here. I'm making look. See how great I'm making the Mooner Fawn show. I'm just helping you with callers, Mooner. So, so, so what you're telling me is, uh, is uh, make America great is turned in. It's the same thing, but make Moon great. Make Moon great. <laughs> no, we got um, to make Moon shine. How about yeah, that? Well, I, I just I, I told you the, the the beef and it. It really had nothing to do with Jeff Land. Yeah. It had everything to but, do. And I just, I'm not asking, I didn't ask you, and you know that I didn't, to throw anybody under the bus and get no. rid of them. I'm saying they need to think a little bit out front on some of the decisions they're making. And it's not because of me and my dumb self. It's just the fact that people are really watching because there's a desire, and you called it earlier, an anxiety. Man, can we get this thing right so I come home and we got job? They want to see that. That's not an overnight fix. But it can't just be a step in the right direction. Then the second, third, and fourth, and fifth, and sixth step never happened. Well, we are going. Here, here's what I tell you. We are going. It's, it's, it's the fast I can get. We can get in and out of this special session. Again, and we're going in. It's important for the listeners out there to understand. We're not going in there because we want to. We're not going in there maybe because we like it. We're going out there yeah, because we've there. got a federal judge who's ordered us. And, 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 and if we don't. We absolutely are not going to like the outcome. So we got a, a, an opportunity to control that outcome. We're going to jump in and get that off the table. But we are going, the, the people in the state are going to start seeing us act in a way that is going to feed the excitement that they have. And they see that we're going to be putting in place policies. And we're going to be moving policies forward, just like the rest of the southern states around here, that are going to give Louisiana an opportunity to attract people and to have them come back home. I, I just said, maybe it's a good thing we got on them early because they know yeah. people. Well, they, they know, they listen, Jeff, I think they know so people too, they know people listen. And you know what? I, I, I fully expect, and I, and I mean it, but I fully expect that we're going to continue this kind of dialogue on radio stations because of my radio face around <laughs> the whole state. So that they, so that the people have an idea to share those ideas, understand the vision, and understand why we're doing these things. And I think if we do it well, consistently, I was, I was uh, we're humbled be and shocked. I got a call from you this early. I just figured you'd get through the process and all that stuff. And I would say something you didn't like, but I do appreciate you coming on. You know, I, I came here for you, right? Well, thank you. That's not altogether true. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to come on yesterday. You sound like a politician, Moon. <laughs> well, the, the difference is I've never go run for office. Uh, I, I got somebody that's got a bullet with my name on it if I ever say I'm running for office. Uh, Jeff, right. Governor Landry, thank you, Ms. Sharon. Always thank good to see you, baby. Uh, let's get together soon. But, hey, take care of business. We, we actually are pulling and supporting you and the supermajority. We just want to see some things up the road. And uh, I don't care what you say. I don't like chairman in the Democrat Party. <laughs> well, hey, look, Moon, you, you keep letting us know. You keep letting us know. We, look, we want, we want to hear from your listeners out there. We want to hear from the people out there. We'll come back again. Thank you. His name is Governor Jeff Landry. His beautiful bride, Sharon. We will take a break. One more segment to go. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show with the thankful help of Guarantee you be getting on today. Brian Haldine. Thank you, brother. Uh, I don't know who else came in here because I didn't know the name, but thank you. All right, we'll take a break.
also want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Installation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts. AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow. Don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement, South Star Urgent Care. It's the name you need to know. Listen, you you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. Do you have a hard time? Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Grafant Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. What did I do? Your koozie. Oh, Oh, the Richard Nelson for Governor Cruz. <laughs> By the way, I drank that in front of Jeff three or four times. I wonder if he got. Hey, he can't get. Hold up, he can't get mad, Brian. He put the guy in his, in his uh, cabinet. Well, yeah, I guess there's that. There's that. Oh, he, he can't get mad. I didn't even think about that. So this what, is, what if that would have said somebody else? What if that had said Lake Bell? I took the only one that was up here. Well, and I thought I cleaned everything out. Like, cause well, actually, actually, I had to really search for it. You did a great job. It was kind of underneath the hatch. You couldn't even tell it was up oh, there. Well, then I, I was moving it. stuff. Okay. Because I know our friend right there had put that over there. Mm-hmm. So, hey, by the way, folks. Uh, well, we took to... down the Hunter Lundy sign, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Hunter. Hunter's actually a nice guy. Hunter yeah, he called, is. And called me, invited me to a trip on a fishing trip. I ended up not going because my wife. Mm-hmm. Had the knee, the knee problems, and uh, he uh, he actually called and actually prayed for me with my wife, and I, I, I remember that. I was very humbled that he did that. All right. Uh, by the way, if you want to comment on Landry's interview, and we may even run it again. And by the way, I would tell you right now, if you go to ten oh six today to to do the little clips that you've been doing, it'd be a good one to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to comment, moon at moongrafon.com. I didn't even open my email today, so I don't know what people were saying. Uh, I, and, Brian, if you heard any of the interview, and I don't know how much you heard. I, about a third of it at the most. Okay, well, did you hear the part where I was talking about what was happening in the House and Senate with the Speaker? Mm-hmm. And, and that we had focused on that for a couple of three days. And I wanted Jeff to, to answer that. I think he answered it. Uh, whether you agree or disagree, 
he answered that. And, and that was really my beef. It wasn't with Landry. It was with these guys. If you get a two-thirds vote, and, and people will run it and say, we don't, even have to, we don't have to give the Democrats nothing. And then you start giving the Democrats power. That's the same thing. Remember no, Clay said it's not a who you knew? No, no I, know. He, I, I know. He did that. I got mad at that. I, I know where you're going, but I'm asking you to look at this in a more positive light this time around. I mean, it was the guy who was sitting in this chair 10 minutes ago said last Sunday, People didn't send us here to settle scores. They sent us here to be statesmen, not politicians. That was part of uh, Governor Landry's inauguration, inaugural address. And look, if, I'll, I'll quote Cameron Henry as well, who said, if you get Regina Barrow quoting Jeff Landry, you're already winning. So I'm not so much worried about the people as much as I am the actual work. I, I, it hadn't worked like that in Louisiana. I understand. And, 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 it's no, like, and you've got every right to be no, cynical. No, and, and it's like, to be cynical. So the thing about it is, when it's the first act you do, Mm -hmm. That's what gets people mad. If they had done something up the road, maybe it wouldn't be as, I wouldn't have tripped out as much. I didn't, but see, there's another one. Cameron also hired, and this is breaking news on his, on his show right now. Okay. Just letting you know this. Cameron hired a lady called, they call her Trina, Tina E. Tina E. She worked side by side with Bella. It was on all the COVID stuff. She wrote the laws. Okay. She worked with Matthew Block, who's making fortune right now. Yeah. That was all Governor Edwards' right-hand people for mm -hmm. eight years. Okay, so the lady that was that was uh, the, the person that wrote the laws for the Senate, made up the bills, wrote the laws, under under the Senate president, mm. that's where she got her next job. She's working under Cameron Henry. What I was told by people in the business, if you follow a history of people, they'll tell you who they are. This lady is real woke, wheel to the left. That's who's going to write, help write the Senate laws. That's under Cameron. So you got Regina Barrow, now this. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, well, that's not new. This is not change. And that's why Jeff did a good job of saying, and I said the same thing, just like with the closed primaries that I'm for. We need something to happen that's structural change. Why are you in favor of closed primaries? I, I mean, cause I, it feels like on the right there's a, there's a big want for closed primaries, and there's, there's something I'm not understanding about this desire for a closed primary. First of all, it. 47 states have a closed primary. Yeah. Number, number, number two, every state has a closed primary when it comes to presidential elections. Yes. Every one of them. Yes. So all we're going to do is take that concept that everybody's already doing, mm -hmm. and we're going to put it to where, okay, Brian Haldane gets elected, and you came to the Republican base when you got elected in an open primary, and you won. Mm -hmm. That's fine. You come to me, and you get the Republican primary, and you win, and you go win the election. Mm -hmm. And I ran as a conservative, and you beat her mm -hmm. as a big conservative. And then your voting record sucks it ain't even close when you come back to the closed primaries your butt's in trouble and i tell you something else bill cassidy that's what bill cassidy's doing he wants this so bad not to happen because cassidy is going to get beat and he's going to get beat brian on what he's done not what he says it means it it means the republicans can pick their person the democrats can pick their and by the way you know none of us said we will get extremes that ain't what you're getting all over the country we got Mitt Romney. Uh, Mitt, Mitt Romney's extreme. I I would argue that uh, was John McCain extreme. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's extreme. You're gonna uh, get some. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is extreme. But you're gonna get. But you name it a few. But, but I, and I'm saying that Mike the, Johnson the extreme. Here, here's where I'm at, and tell me if this makes sense to you. Okay, when it comes to an open primary, all right. When you've got the kind of roster that the Republican Party has in the state of Louisiana right now, when you've got a super majority on both sides, when you've got more than a half dozen state representative and or, and or state senate, I don't think there were any in the state senate side this time. Or half dozen runoff elections are Republican versus Republican. Why would you want to take that kind of Jerry Tarkanian UNLV running rebel offense? <laughs> 
Metro. And bring it down to a one-shot game. Bell, Bell Edwards. And you bring it down to one possession game. Bell Edwards is not. That was, the, Bell Edwards that is was a not, freak show, though. But if that would have been done in March and April, mm -hmm. you had time. Uh, th this had, is the part I agree with. You had yes, time. Yes. Okay, so me and you hate each other. Mm -hmm. We have time over the next few months to make in, to make things right. Yeah. When you when in a in an open primary, you got thirty days. Mm -hmm. It's over. Who it, it, we saw it happen twice, but it's going to happen a bunch, Brian. But they were two separate. They were two completely separate things. We saw one guy taken down by a pornographer. I don't think that history is going to repeat itself. And then the Rispone-Doc-Abraham thing was a completely separate thing. Now, if you want to put a stop to that, because that can happen again. If you want to put a stop to that, I get it on that end. But I look at the wealth of Republicans we have around here, and I don't want to reduce any game down to one possession. You got, you got a wealth of Republicans in Alabama. Okay, look at Texas. You got a wealth of Republicans. They kicking butt. Tennessee kicking And they kicking rear end on everything. They, their economies are better. Their insurance is lower. Uh, their schools are better. Their sales taxes are less. You go through the process of these. They don't have any income taxes in some of these states. They are so much. By the way, they have growth. Mm -hmm. South Carolina had 383,000 less people than us in 2000. They got 675,000 more. They all got closed and primaries. They're doing pretty you're good. You're putting that on closed primaries I, as to what the results are. I'm saying once you make a wholesome change like that, you can make other changes. It is a big part of who we, what we need to do. Yeah. I, I think that is a big part. I do. And I think that, you know, Jeff has one shot at it. I always said he had to do it early. He called it. He put it in the call. Mm -hmm. He's putting it in the oh, call no, for I Monday. Know. I know. And I, look, I don't even know where I'm at on this yet because I, I'm, I'm. You I, with I, me, Brian? I, <laughs> I, told, I told Brian I want Brian to do my program. He said, "Man, I'd love to do it." And now he's against me. Uh. -uh. No. <laughs> no. I, look, I, I'm about the conversation. I'm about the engagement because the more we get, to, we more we get to past the general talking points and into the meat and potatoes of it, we're going to have a better Louisiana. Jeff Landry was a representative. Mm -hmm. Closed primaries. Steve Scalise had to win in a closed primary. Mm. Bill Cassidy's runners had to win in a closed primary. All them guys won a closed primary. Okay, but the same Bill Cassidy that you're complaining about won in a closed primary. He won the first time. Yeah. Let him run mm. now. No, he was a representative and as a senator. Let me tell you something. Let him run now. Yeah. It, well, let, let him run in a closed primary now, and let, if Bill Cassidy can win in a Republican closed primary, I'll never argue with you again, but he's not going to win. He's going to get tore. He's why he's the main guy out there, Brian. Mm -hmm. He's talking about what he's going to spend $60 million. He, he was for the infrastructure bill that was $1.3 uh, trillion. I mean, don't talk about spending money. i got to take a break. you got the last word. Oh, <laughs> what a day. Yeah, what a day is the last word. Holy well, it was, it was, big, it was big for guaranteed, but I want to thank y'all again, you gentlemen over here, and I forgot his name. Cade. Cade. Cade, Cade was gigantic and even getting us. Cade, I he apologize. Is. Gigantic for getting us on there because there was a me leaving a piece, a part that I needed at the house. All good. We got Brian, you back, and thank brother. you, too. Thank you. God bless, folks. We'll see you well, tomorrow, I guess. All right. Later. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette.
a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. One Trump trial is in the home stretch. On Lisa Brady, Fox News. Closing arguments underway at a business-related civil fraud trial in New York, where the former president told reporters on his way into court this morning. It's election interference at the highest level. It's a disgrace. Fox's Nate Foy is at the courthouse. Trump promised a news conference later today at 40 Wall Street. That's one of the properties that he, his adult sons, and Trump organization executives are accused of fraudulently overvaluing to receive more favorable bank loans. New York Attorney General Letitia James is seeking a $370 million fine and wants to ban President Trump and his family from doing business in New York. Her office is expected to deliver their closing arguments sometime after lunch. This is one of six trials involving the former president right now. And the defense says there was no fraud and is making its closing argument first. A day after a surprise visit to Capitol Hill, Hunter Biden is due in court. He goes to court today in California to face tax charges which could land him in jail, but he could face prosecution once the full House votes to hold him in contempt of Congress probably next week. The House is voting to hold Hunter Biden in contempt because he skipped a subpoena for a deposition in mid-December. Fox's Chad Pergram on Capitol Hill, where Democrats accuse Republicans of playing games for insisting on a closed-door deposition before a House hearing on Biden business dealings. Rapper turned country star Jelly Roll is on Capitol Hill today at a Senate hearing on fentanyl. I was a part of the problem. I am here now standing as a man that wants to be a part of the solution. The banking committee hearing aimed not only at raising awareness about fentanyl deaths, but also a search for solutions to crack down on smuggling. The Defense Department Inspector General will begin a review this month of how the Defense Secretary's hospitalization has been handled. A statement confirming that probe just released. America is listening to Fox News. Go with your gut. Your dog's immune system is based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at Dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. Traveling for the holidays? Well, Pure Talk has you covered because they just added international roaming to over 30 countries. And here's the best part. There's no rate increase at all. Now, Pure Talk still saves the average family almost $1,000 a year with talk and text and data plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Now, from your cell phone, just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, make the switch, and do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now, and start saving on your wireless right now. A record number of guns found at U.S. airports. The Transportation Security Administration says a record-setting 6,737 guns were found. At airport security checkpoints in 2023, almost all of them were loaded. And more than 1,100 of those guns were found at just three major airports, Atlanta, Dallas, and Houston. Passengers are only allowed to travel with declared or pre-checked and unloaded firearms. Anyone caught with a gun at a TSA checkpoint will likely miss their flight, face arrest, and a fine of up to $15,000. Jeff Manasso, 
Fox News. More tension in the Middle East as Iran's Navy captures an oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman, describing it as a takeback of oil that had been seized by the U.S. over sanctions linked to Iran's nuclear program. But this comes as Iran-backed rebels in Yemen continue attacks on shipping lanes. His biggest investment is in artificial intelligence, but a tech billionaire has a new side hustle. When cows meet beer. A billionaire's hobby is born. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg raising cattle on his Hawaii ranch, seeking to create some of the highest quality beef in the world on his Ko'ola'u ranch in Kauai, raising two types of cows, Angus and Wagyu cattle, on beer and mac nuts. Yep, the livestock will grow up eating macadamia meal and drinking beer grown and produced on his ranch. Zuckerberg's Facebook post says each cow eats five to 10,000 pounds of food each year, so that's a lot of macadamia trees. My daughters help plant the mac trees and take care of the animals. Adding, of all my projects, this is the most delicious. Fox's Therese Crowley. Housing and energy costs fueling a bigger rise in inflation than expected in December, up 3.4% year over year. The Dow's down 223. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. 